Welcome everyone to Get With The Programming. I'm chasing it with Bill Grundler and we're skipping the fanfare, the cute sound bites and any sponsor stuff for today because we have uh, a big change in the, the CrossFit games landscape, the CrossFit landscape and uh, you know, the, with the firing of Dave Castro and we wanted to hop on, we wanted to give ourselves a couple of days to kind of collect our thoughts and our feelings about um, Dave itself and kind of what's going on and what the future may look like. And me and Bill are hopping on here to really just talk about Dave, the uh, maybe our personal relationships with him, what we feel, uh, how we feel about Dave, um, the legacy at which he led and maybe what the future looks like. We're not here to speculate or comment on why things happened. Uh, that's a uh, Reserve for another show. That's uh, that's not ours. <laughs> well, we don't know why anyway. Exactly, I mean, and, and it would all be speculation. And, yeah, and, but uh. it's um, yeah, it's it's been a crazy what forty eight hours, a little bit over. Yeah, was, uh, man. Uh, I have never. Uh, if you talk about even going back to like all the stuff that went down, like with Greg, mm -hmm. this feels way bigger than that. Which is crazy. Yeah. You know? It was uh, um it was wild. Yeah. And I'm still picking up I'm still picking up weird pieces. Yeah. Figure it out. It's uh it's yeah, I you know, I try to write something down as far as you know, we don't have anything planned. We're gonna be here for an hour with you guys as we do this. Obviously we're recording this live to YouTube and we're gonna put this on our um, normal podcast platform. So if you guys wanna jump in while you're watching and comment some of you guys are already here. We'll throw some things up, say hi to y'all. Uh, listen to what y'all have to say, your feelings about uh, what's happening. If you guys have questions for us and what we feel like the future may hold, if we can put you at ease or at least console you or, you know, listen to you rant about your feeling of Dave. I think it's, uh, if you asked a thousand people their opinion on Dave, you would get 1,000 different answers. <laughs> That's a totally valid response. <laughs> and it'll, oh and it'll range for like, I would die for Dave to I hope Dave dies. It's 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 so I've never met someone more polarizing than Dave Castro in in all kinds of ways because it really is your personal relationship, whether you knew him or not, right? Whether you just followed him on Instagram, you watched his documentaries, you saw him live in person, or you actually know who he is. Like everyone's relationship across, like me and your relationship with Dave is completely different. How we perceive Dave is yeah. completely different. If you listen to, you know, Talking Elite Fitness, uh, Tommy and Sean just did a podcast. I think they released it yesterday and they talked an hour and a half at length and they have a completely different relationship with Dave Castro. And I think it's really unfair to put him in a box because it's, it really is your personal relationship, perspective, and experience with Dave that really dictates how you see him. Yeah, and, I, and I, I think that, you know, when you say the word polarizing, I think that's a unique way to categorize it. Because I, I would say that if you're going to talk about a polarizing personality within our space, that would have been Greg Glassman. Mm -hmm. I mean, for all of the amazing things that he created, you know, with all the stuff that went down with the comments and the, you know, things that happened in the HQ, whether they happened or didn't happen or whatever, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. But those comments and conversations were extremely polarizing mm -hmm. of some heavy duty emotional stuff. The weird stuff that's polarizing with Dave is 
I mean, and it comes down to like I think honestly, for it's polarizing. Yes, but I don't mean that as level. a negative. It, it, you know, no, it's polarizing as is he a douchebag or not? Like that's <laughs> the polarizing part. You know what I mean? It depends on who you, you are. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like if you. I would never say that he's a douchebag. No, neither would I. I can see if you don't if you don't know him, and then you see these weird these weird things that he. And I'm gonna say weird. You see these things that he chooses to put up there. I mean, what's great about Dave is that he would always, for the sake of conversation, throw things out and then just let the let the ducks go crazy on that oh, piece yeah. of bread to see what it is. I mean, whether it was the open his open hints or you know, his hunting stuff or his gun stuff or this car thing, or, you know, he dropped a picture with like, wow, some music celebrity or whatever, you know? Um, I mean, to be a douchebag is to be kind of like an asshole to you. Yeah. And he's never really been a, a straight up asshole to anybody that says that he's a douchebag. That's what's so funny. They're yeah. Like, that, guy, that guy's weird. I don't <laughs> like his attitude. He's got an attitude. Yeah. Who does he think he is? Maybe the but, only um, one that, generally thinks that way well i don't want to put words in other people's mouths but yeah you're right because like i i know exactly so if you're in the camp of i hate dave castro like i totally see why you think that <laughs> or you're like dave castro's a douchebag like i totally get that and i can i can list a hundred different times where he has had douchebag moments <laughs> yeah. Yeah. on purpose and and you're right a lot of the times people people's only interaction with dave isn't even an interaction it's a one-way street of dave doing something and just letting people react to it totally. and sometimes he would do things on purpose to watch people's reaction to get a true sense of people and he would do that with social media he would do that at the CrossFit Games, maybe when he's just talking to a group of people, whether it's judges, media, staff, whatever, he would do that to staff members. You know, like he would do certain things to truly like get a bead on who you are and where you're at. And yeah. I think a lot of that kind of stuff was very tactical from Dave. And I think that's some of his military background. He's like, listen. You guys are all nice to me. You, you guys are all nice to me and or you're all saying yes and you're nodding your head and you say you got my back. And then it's like, I'm going to do something totally off the wall and then I'm going to see who you truly are. And I feel yeah. like a lot of the times he just did that. And a lot of the times he was just uh, he just liked to stir things up. <laughs> well, and I, I, when you come from a um, service background or a public safety background and you're in these crews, you're in these tight teams you you you're kind of brought up with some tough skin and what you do in those whether it was your sports team or your fire crew or your military team or whatever is you constantly mess with each other like and that's just that's part of the humor that's part of what you do and so there's a lot of that sort of egging on that i think is natural and set up but then at the same time when that's been your career like once things get put into action, there's not a whole lot of question. And one of the things that like, whether you liked it or didn't like it that I liked about Dave, and it wasn't, it wasn't always that it worked in my personal best interest or whatever, but like when he would go to take an action, he took the action. Mm -hmm. He didn't sit there and go like, 
okay, everybody, let's have it. Let's everyone tell me about your feelings. Does it make <laughs> you feel good? Yeah. How does everyone think over here? How does everyone think over here? He's like, okay, he was told, I mean, cause the guy's a soldier. So he's told by his leaders, Hey, we need to do X, Y, and Z. And he's like, done making it happen. Mm-hmm. And the guy love it or don't love it. The guy made shit happen. And I mean, wasn't a lot of time for fluff. No, and and and, and I I, personally, I like that. I'm okay with that too. Because then I know exactly where we are. I know exactly where I need to go. I need to, and I know exactly what's happening. Yes. There's not a question. I was like, well, what did he mean? Was he really upset about that or not upset about that? Was that the right thing or the wrong thing? You know exactly if it was the right thing. I knew exactly where I stood with Dave Castro on a daily basis when I was in front of him. And then when I wasn't, I was like, I have no clue. I don't know if he likes me. I don't know if he hates me. I don't know if I'm fired. I don't know if I'm coming back. (laughs) But you're right because you you and I are the the same in this category. And I don't know if it's because we're a bit old school, but like I do not want to sift through the bullshit. Either tell me what to do and I'll do it. Don't be, don't give me this like work around. Well, maybe so like David, like do this. And then I like the other way where if I tell you what to do, do it. Or I shouldn't have to tell you what to do and hold your hand for you to do this job. Right. And right. if you if you look at the, you know, this is kind of just the way Dave operated behind the scenes. There was that part of it. But then there's there's a big part that nobody really saw. Like you, you see the like the, the militant style dictatorship of Dave Castro in as far in, a, in dictatorship, I mean, dictating things, not like he is a dictator, right, right. D- uh, delegating things. We'll, we'll say that's a better word. Um, the, his, you know, his Instagram persona, which is, it's just a cartoon character. Like Dave on Instagram is just, it's like WWE. Like he, he's just playing a character on Instagram, but Underneath that, like if you got to get behind the curtain, which, you know, you and I had a few opportunities to do that. And I and I, I could probably name every single one where I was like, oh, wow, the the amount of care and consideration that Dave had for his the team around him, the people that supported the games. Right. They weren't the you know, the staff members, the affiliates. You know, Dave was a director of the CrossFit Games. Like, that was his title, I guess, over the last couple of years. But, you know, when he founded the Games in 2007 with Greg Glassman, like, Dave visits affiliates randomly. Like, Dave ran the training seminar for over a decade, hand-in-hand with Nicole Christensen. Or, sorry, Nicole Carroll. Yeah. Right? Like, that. Like he did that. He also ran the Games. Like, there are, there like, Dave's roots through this company through the community through the affiliates through the games are so deep and the way that he cares about that like he doesn't have to randomly show up to seminars and watch people train he doesn't have to randomly drop into affiliates and just see how everybody's doing like that wasn't part of the job description he didn't get paid for that but it meant so much to him and he was so silent about it right there like he dropped into dallas I think a month ago. And I only knew it because he posted a picture of a different gym. And I was like, you're in Dallas? He goes, not anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't want to call me? You don't want to drop in the, my gym? And he goes, you get enough attention. I was like, well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, there's just not enough time to talk about the good. You know? And, and well, nobody wants to talk uh, about all the funny or the, the fuzzy warm feelings. Everybody wants to be angry. <laughs> 
well, I think because everyone's trying, well, especially now, it's, it's like they're searching to try to find some reason why it happened. Like, what did he... Oh, I, I he meant F angry at Dave while he was being Dave Oh, Castro. while he was in it. Oh, yeah. I, I, think that, I think that it was because he was so... Like, how, da how dare anyone, especially in the society nowadays, how dare anybody be so, like, matter-of-fact, like, it's this way. Like, you need to listen to me. And he that was just not his thing. And, and I will say this. I mean, the the fact that if you look at the the core OG of cross of the CrossFit people, and I'm talking everyone from Glassman to Nicole to to Boz to Dave, Chuck, like that, that Justin, group that was yeah, all Tony, like that, that Tony, all all of those guys, and, and, and that that group, what made them what made them and what made CrossFit so amazing was they just said, Hey, look, it's dirty, but it's awesome. And everybody wants to be something, part of something that is awesome like that. Nobody wants to be part of something that is like weak and saucy. And I mean, well, maybe nowadays, I don't, I don't really know, but, but I think that that's, that's what, that's why everyone, no one in the beginning thought he was polarizing. Well, no, it because as, we were all, yeah. And, um, and it is, it, he's he has that the 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 pushback about who does Dave think he is is be, I think because of that because they didn't do that when the company was small they didn't do that when it was like hey Greg I have a place we can we can do this competition thing at mm -hmm. hey bring it over here to my parents house yeah to the be ranch cool. you know um I I, I and I and I really I I. For me, as a not as a, you know, I, I I I can text Dave, and I think that that's awesome that I have that relationship with it, with him that I could do that. Mm -hmm. I would, I would never. If I pull all that stuff away and I'm just affiliate guy, yeah, I still am like, well, wait a minute, mm -hmm. you're gonna take you're taking the like you're ripping the roots of what made CrossFit so awesome. How? Like I'm confused. Yeah. Like I'm confused. Like I, 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 I I'm. That's the part that trips me out. I mean, on, on the personal level, for sure. Um, yeah. Just because I, I don't like. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. But on a company level, like I, I mean, one of the things that drew me to CrossFit was it was like, oh, we're just getting down and dirty. It's not this yeah. flash and dash. It's not the. It's not the globo gym look how shiny it is and hey you know we're gonna line everything with orange light bulbs so that we can make everyone train into some orange <laughs> light weird crap thing what are you like, talking it about was like, i don't know uh, a don't fitness know program talking talking about. About. it's a we'll call it the red <clears throat> hypothesis <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but the, the i mean what made it so hypothesis. great was it 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 just was like oh man here we go Rocky in that way he was part of the grit of that he was what part of what made that be what it was and mm. I just don't I don't know what will happen will CrossFit you know continue totally will the games continue I'm, I'm assuming 
Yeah. Um, but man, you just rip the roots right out of the ground. Yeah. And you know, I'll actually non-negative roots, non-negative roots. They, yeah. I mean, there's, listen, whatever roots you ripped out, you cannot replant and replace. So, and we'll, we'll get to that towards more towards the end, as far as what the future looks like, um, for crossing in the games and it's all tied together. Like, cause Dave permeated all of that, you know, yeah. and I would like to get kind of your personal side with Dave. I'll, I'll kind of explain kind of my relationship with Dave and what that means to me on a more personal level here in a second. But, you know, we say a lot of these great things about him. It's, you still have to say, is like, listen, just like all of us, like I am not perfect. You are not perfect. Nobody is perfect. We all screw up. We all make mistakes. We've all said things we didn't mean, or we did, and we shouldn't have said those things. But like Dave's done a lot of things that aren't, I would say kosher with anybody. You know, he's been brash. He's been unapologetic. He's been he's been reactive to the things that some people say about him, especially you know on the athlete side or or outside you know noise. Like he he's never done anything the right way all the time either. Like and he's done it his own way. And the one thing I will say is like whether he's been good, he's been bad. You hated him. You loved him. You didn't like the way he handled certain things, or you do. He's been all of that. He's been all of that. I've pissed him off multiple times. <laughs> like, you know, like I've been in the doghouse with Dave a few times and it was granted for the way I reacted to certain things. And you're like, Dave has done the same thing. Like the way he's handled situations haven't been great. And the other way he's handled situations, like that's one of the more endearing qualities that he does possess um, in CrossFit and the CrossFit games. So I think it's fair to say is like, listen, he's had his fair share of the good and the bad for the last 15 years, if you just look at the CrossFit games by themselves, but um, I didn't want it to just be like, oh, Dave, Dave, Dave. It's like, listen, oh, what's up, Ryan? Fun story about Ryan Harper. He helped me build the gym when I first started. Oh, dang. Yeah. What's up, dude? And um, so about Dave itself, right? When it, I remember texting you when it all came out, like I was, I was about to go to sleep and Brian friend messaged me. He's like, you have, he's like, you cannot go to bed right now. I'm like, Hey, how do you know I'm going to bed? <laughs> <laughs> B. Okay. And I was like, Oh, well, and then he, you know, he sent me a screenshot of something. And I was like, what the F like, this is, has to be a joke. And against my better judgment, I texted Dave. I was like, is this a joke? He goes, no, it is not. And then I immediately, I don't know the feeling. Like there's a feel, like the feeling like you're getting pulled over by the police. You know that feeling? Like, now this has never happened to me, but I can only imagine the feeling is like, I've had a few beers and I'm getting pulled over by, like this, this like gut wrenching, I, I can't, I can't like explain. A feeling. Like yeah. Like punching in the stomach. You're like, whoa. Well, I guess the term is like, gutted and i and you know people use that a lot just like they use extreme or epic but like legitimately gutted like somebody had ripped my guts out and i was like holding them in my hands i'm like i don't know how to process this and honestly i still don't because i've been rambling with you for the last 20 minutes but <laughs> it's just and people have like i said we're not going to touch too much on the what's and the why's because we don't know any of that but like the way it was handled when it was done how abrupt that is and yet to have any explanation like i think that's where a lot of people are getting lost in their feelings about what's going on because we don't know what's going on um and the reason why we wanted to jump on here is we didn't want to speculate we just wanted to talk 
And we wanted to share our relationship with Dave, our experience with Dave, what we feel like Dave has meant to CrossFit, the CrossFit Games, and what the future may hold. And so with that, um, you know, Bill, what was really your, you know, like Dave was the centerpiece of when I started CrossFit from day one, from day one. Um, What was your first encounter experience with Dave and how has that relationship grown over the last few years or like a few years, 12, 13 years? Yeah, a lot of years. Um, my, my first, my first time with Dave, like really kind of like interaction with Dave, I guess would it would have been at the, uh, 2010 games. Um, Tony Budding brought me in as one of the commentators and i had seen dave on you know the the silly little videos that that hq did back in the day um but i I, all i knew was that this guy carried himself he's i mean he i wouldn't look at dave and be like dude that guy's a giant man (laughs) no no i mean not at all he is he's just a dude uh, he's just a very average sized guy you know um he doesn't I mean, he, you know, he, he programs these workouts that crush the fittest people on the planet that he could never do. And, you know, he, but the way he held himself was like, man, he's like this monster. So it took His me a while. Aura, to, I didn't, I didn't, I right? didn't really His know. Aura. Oh, totally. It was massive. Yeah, it was massive. He, he, his persona was giant. And I didn't, I had no idea what his background was or anything like that. I mean, you, you hear about, oh, this guy's SEAL, that guy's military, whatever. But, like, it didn't it didn't really fit um, until I realized that he was he was a SEAL guy. And then I'd start watching how he was. And I was, you know, in fire at the time. So I, I kind of was like, oh, okay, let me see. Let me look at him through that, that perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started understanding, at least on my end, where I, I was like, okay, I get, I get it now. Because I had captains that I saw the same way that were smaller people than me, but the way they carry themselves, it's like, dude, that guy's like seven and a half feet tall. And actually he's only like five, eight. (laughs) And, and I think that that's, and that's what Dave had. So my, my first, my first encounters with him was that it was like, Oh man, like I don't want to mess this up with this guy at all. And like, and, and it was a, there was a, like a level of honor, a level of almost kind of like you don't want to you don't want to dis- disappoint your dad, even though I didn't have any real relationship with him. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't I didn't want to mess it up with him. And, you know, as those years went by and I he I, I, actually you know what's really funny was I think one of the before actually before even that, when I was doing one of the first sectional events, don't waste a rush moment story. I, by the I, way, I, I know I don't I'm waste one because do we're going to do a whole episode on our top four that, moments of Dave Castro. And that's fine. And All right. Was, I'm just uh, <laughs> moments, I'll save that one. I'll, so we get a no, no, we get a bonus. I'm going to use this one. Use it. We'll get a bonus one. OK, because he's coming up this when like when he used to do a lot of like the the uh, announcing, he mm. would announce on the floor and do that. Oh whatever. So he's <laughs> down in Southern California. Can you guys imagine Dave? Hey, we need to watch this guy over here. Hey, that old guy won that first event. What happened there? Oh I'm yeah. Like, Who is this guy? <laughs> so right away it starts kind of calling me out. And that was but that was the whole thing. And that's that that feeling, that like fun banter. Hey, it's I, hey, I'm playing with you, but it's real, but I'm kind of giving you props, but I'm kind of knocking you down. Like that's crew stuff. Like that's team mm-hmm. stuff. That's 
public safety stuff. That's what you do. And so like instantly I was like, okay, this guy, okay, this guy's going to be fun. Yeah. And, and the, the relationship has grown. I mean, like he obviously has been the tip of the spear, the top of the iceberg for all the, the things on the CrossFit game stuff that we, that we have always dealt with. And I honestly have felt totally lucky. I mean, I was never on the seminar staff. He always would say, he's like, why aren't you on it? Why aren't you on the staff? And I, I just didn't have time. I was doing fire time yeah, and yeah. all those other things. So I could never, that was in my CrossFit sphere. That's my one regret that I didn't get to do that. I, I think that would have been really fun to do. That. I don't know when I, when I ha would have had the time to do that, but <laughs> yeah, um, that was, a, that was always the thing. So I, I have grown to have a great relationship with him. Um, you know, I don't talk to him all the time or anything like that. It's fun to be able to text him every once in a while and, and say, Hey, did I see your car come through town? And he's like, either yeah or no, or, you know, yeah. whatever. The one word answer or no answer at all. <laughs> totally. Or no answer. Like, you know? Oh, never mind. Um, <clears throat> I, I have felt completely honored to be able to have the relationship with him that I could hit him up to where he would hit me back. Mm. And I, 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 you know, I mean, I'm not saying that we are super tight friends or anything like that. I'm just saying that I, I have a lot of respect for the guy and I feel honored that, that I've, that I'm able to have that relationship with him. And I don't know if that's, that we have a cool relationship or he's just that kind of guy that is able to get back to it. Maybe he's got a bazillion people he's trying to hit back. So that's yeah. why I only get the no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, mm. I, he, he's, you know, we love, we love what CrossFit is all, all of it. We love the, the, the competitive side. We love the affiliate side. We love the coaching side. We love the training side. And guess what, man? Like he was all of those parts. Yeah. And so I, I, he, I mean, he, as a person and all that he has brought to our world, I, I like, I, that's important to me. That means a lot to me. So yeah. my relationship with him is, is important. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like a, I mean, you grew up with brothers. Yeah. And I grew up with brothers. Like uh, there were no daughters in our family. So, <laughs> and we both grew <laughs> up with mom. like strong demanding father figures yeah and i think with brothers it was always like how can we get under each other's skin fight because we love each other that much or we care about each other that much or you know like when you we looked up to our dads it's like the number one thing we wanted to do was to make dad proud yeah and if you could hit and if you can get him to say that good to go good to go for the rest of my life you know and i felt that type of connection with dave uh, there was there was some type of blend between that brotherly fatherly relationship because you know I came on the scene 2008 and didn't really know too much about Dave until the 2009 season and then <clears throat> making the games obviously that got me a front row seat with Dave Castro and got to interact him with him just like everybody like like he wouldn't remember me uh, but then seeing him later like he he remembered me. I was in the stands in 2011 because I couldn't make it. And he, like, isolated me because I was right in the front. So it's not like he saw me in the crowd. And he just asked how I was doing. Wished I would have made it that year. And I was like, yeah, well, that makes both of us. But the fact that, like, he he remembers that or he goes out of his way to do that. And then getting on staff, you know, he personally recruited me to do that, you know. I got to do that for seven years alongside with him and listen to him and Nicole Carroll 
speak to the red shirts in such a passionate way and to teach us and and not just with words but by example of what it means to be leaders or flag bearers for the CrossFit community with the training staff. And then to see what he did with the games and to take everything that he did so seriously. Every workout ever programmed, every test at every level. Do you level. remember all the battles between him and Tony Budding that would oh, happen at my... the games about like, yes. hey, Tony would be like, hey, we need to be able to see. And he's like, I don't give a shit about what you see. Yeah. I don't get like, back. We're here to have a competition. Now, <laughs> and now it's and, and today's battles. credit, like he changed that as as entertainment and TV and broadcast right. became more important. And he would work with that. Now, beginning, he was like, hey, we got to start now. He goes, I'll start whenever the fuck I want. Like, that's how <laughs> Dave used to be. And he was and he and he still has a lot of that in him, you know, and um, but like for me is. That's how important it was. That's, that's how, that, yeah, that's like Dave didn't care about TV cameras. He didn't care yeah. about schedule. He cared about the test. And he cared about every single person that was a part of that team because Dave's a team guy. He's a 13-year-plus Navy SEAL. Yeah. Like, he's a team guy in every aspect of the word. It's not just a metaphor. Like, right. that's just who he was. And he had a lot of respect for those people that were on his team, that supported his team, that sacrificed and like all their time and energy – to make the games what they were, to make CrossFit what it was, to make staff what it was, to make the training department, the affiliates, like the affiliate owners were part of his team because we took up the flag for CrossFit. We put our, our lives into CrossFit by being affiliate owners. And we, he respected that, which is why he went and visited affiliates unannounced to drop into a class to either coach it or to be in it, but he didn't broadcast that, right? right. He didn't show yeah. that part. And it's because that's our interaction. And for me, like Dave has just been a huge, huge, I would say anchor to CrossFit for me, whether it was being on staff, being an affiliate owner like yourself, being on broadcasting like we've been broadcasting, being an athlete at every level that we could possibly think of, and he's been there every step of the way. And I think another part of his influence beyond just our personal relationship, if you think about programming, everything that we know about programming comes from Dave Castro in the sports yeah. space. And I don't care what any of these other like training camps say, these other, you know, offset programs like Dave Castro was the inspiration for me to fall in love with programming because of what he did at the Cross of Game season. Dot com was dot com. It's completely different. Dave doesn't even do that. It's like a rotation of people over the years. It's been different. But the way he approached it and the time he took and the seriousness of it and the meticulous and the creativity that he had, I think was the inspiration to all these other type of like online programs boot camp not boot camps like elite camps like they can you can all trace it back in my opinion to dave castro and that is a that is a huge thing to really sit back and appreciate for a second it's like whether you like this that or the other or you don't like your opinion has been created unbeknownst to you 
from Dave Castro. Yeah, I I can I can like actually see the specific moments from events that either we had in the open, the regionals or the games where the programming that I had in my affiliate was a direct relation to that. It's like, oh, that was good. Like I, I one of the one of the one of the big ones that I remember right off right out of the gate was when you guys had to do the Helen or the the oh, hellish super Helen, Helen with the lifting at the end. Yes. I was like, ooh, I like the fact of being tested of strength at the end of being super tired. Like mm-hmm. I also you start thinking about like, okay, I, I like the stimulus of that. And so a lot of the things that he would do are now a lot of the things that I have woven in. I mean, granted, you know, we, we're programmers, so we're artists. We all do our one thing. But if you see an artist do a particular brush stroke, and you're like, oh, I like that. Yes. You bring that into your programming. And so mm-hmm. we have both done that. And, and, you know, the way you program, the way I program, a lot of the, the, the threads that will be woven through there are things that we have seen, not these other camps do, but what we saw Dave do. Right. Because we liked the result of that test. We liked the result of what that stimulus is going to be. We liked the result of whatever the setup is. And, uh, I mean, you're right. I mean, the on the programming side, which the, here we are on program. Get with the exactly, program. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is, it's a direct relationship to what he has done. And granted, I mean, you could you can pull that back to, you know, to where Glassman was and all that kind of stuff. But what's cool about Dave is, and this is even like for myself, is, he is Navy SEAL, yes. He was also a trainer of the Navy SEALs. I mean, he was one that he trained Josh Bridges. Right. You know? So you get like that sort of a elite level training scenario. I did the same thing with fire. I mean, I went from being a high school teacher to firefighter to fire captain to where I'm teaching all this, all the USAR classes and the technical stuff and all that. And then here I am coaching now. So like you get to a point where like, it's not just doing stuff in the day. Like it's important. And he showed how important all of those things were by how much time it took for him to test the events and how much work he put into all the, the creativity of let me build this to this, to this. And how, what's the whole season going to look like versus, Oh, what's the, what's the Saturday of regionals going to look like? <laughs> right. Oh, it depends like how that fits into the other two weeks of the season, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just, that part like you can't say enough if you are a programmer in this space i I mean whether whether you think it or not like Dave's fingerprints are all over that it's like oh no i took that from comp trainer like where do you think ben bergeron got his inspiration from yeah or any of these athletes and any of these coaches and any of these programmers like oh it's my own program like yes but we got inspired by what it meant to program for the test of fitness. And it all started, and, and that was the thing, is like they didn't know how to do that in 2007. And we've had the opportunity, to, we, like we've been analyzing this for two years, and we've been a part of it for 13, and we've been watching the games in person for 10 to 11 years. Yeah. As part of the broadcast team, as analysts, behind the scenes, we've asked him why he did it. We've had podcasts of why he did it, how he did it, how he came up with the inspiration. We have got to see that firsthand. And watching how it evolved from three events in 2007, a, a long-distance trail run, the CrossFit total, and some hopper workout, 
which is one of the most perfect, elegant, simplistic tests of fitness ever created, <laughs> which was the CrossFit Games. Right? And to what it is for last year, there was 15 different tests. And the amount of time that he's put into it each and every single year, I think needs to be appreciated, whether you like him or not. Totally. And the legacy, well, I just, well and I guess that's, that's the legacy talk that we want to yeah. expand no, on for 100%. just a little bit. I just don't, I like, there would have to be some very, I mean, I, I, I could think of a, a, of a handful of people that are like, he did X, Y, and Z to me specifically. And it's like, well, and yeah, that's, well, yes, he, he did. He, did. <laughs> he just <laughs> called you out on it is what it is. You're just pissed that you got called out on it. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't this, that, or the other, but like, you're right. I mean, whether you like him or not. Yeah. To remove, to, to not have someone that is that deep entrenched in all that we do. Uh, like, you, I mean, talk about the legacy of it. I don't think it could be filled with one person. I well, think it, to fill it with exactly the team exactly what be I was going to talk about. Very, very, very difficult to do. Yes. Well, I mean, and mostly just because of the history. And I, you know, and I, I hear a lot. I see a lot of the people saying like, "Well, you know, change is inevitable, and change happens." Yeah, I get and, that. And I mean, yeah, okay, it totally does. However, you know, just because change for the sake of change is not always a good thing. Change is great. Like, cool. That you put up that one? No. Nice one. Sorry. <laughs> Online strips. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to delete it. Son of a bitch. Wow. Um, um, but you know, <laughs> I I just I oh. think that I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know if that is something that can that can be done. Mm -hmm. I, I just I don't I don't know how you can do that. There's way too much history, way too much. I mean, you can you there's a lot of knowledgeable people out there and, and I'm not saying that that you can't find a knowledgeable person to do, you know, programming. Yeah. But to have somebody I mean, at minimum to remotely touch what he did, you would have to have a team, a massive team. Yes, and actually that's exactly what I wanted to talk about because Dave title was director of the CrossFit Games. They, they gave him that recently, that, and then became the director of sport and all this other stuff. And, you know, in 2007, Dave founded the great games with <clears throat> Greg Glassman and then basically took it from there. Like, Greg had checked out after about 2008, 2009, completely checked out and focused on other things that he did that made CrossFit what it is today until about 2019. But Dave evolved the test with sounding boards with other people, right? It wasn't just Dave, but it was you know, Dave in particular. And as he evolved the test, he just never gave certain things away. Like he was part of the scheduling of the CrossFit Games. He was part of getting the judges involved. Then he'd bring people in, the Justin Bergs and the Tony Buddings and the Adrian Bosmans and the Chuck Carswells and the Dave Eubanks, like the Curtis Bowlers and the Stefan Rochers, like, you know, and then, it would grow and grow and grow, but he still had his hands in all that. Like yeah. he had, and it was, and then it became more delegation. But like as the test grew, like he didn't, he didn't isolate any of his reaches into any pot or any fire less than he did in 2007. 
And the amount of things that Dave did at the CrossFit Games and CrossFit for the affiliates and the training staff and the training department are so massive and is so entrenched that you're right. You're not going to be able to replace it with one person. I see posts like, oh, I wonder who's going to fill his shoes. Like, it's no one. Put the shoes away. Like, don't. Don't do that to Dave, like that he's easily replaceable. He's irreplaceable. Dave Castro is irreplaceable. Now, that doesn't mean it, can, it can't move forward without him. I'm not saying that. But there's not going to be another one. The 15 years of Dave Castro and the CrossFit Games and CrossFit and training staff, it's over. And we got to look at what the next, I would say, era is going to be. Does that make sense? And you're right. Justin Berg has now, I guess, been a, given Dave's title as the director of sport. I believe it's what we've been told. But it's not just like, okay, I want, like, what's Justin going to do? Is he going to program? Like, there's all these questions where we're not going, we're not going to speculate on what, who's going to do what. But you're right. I think it's going to be, I, I think it's going to take a committee of people to do what Dave did. I mean, I, I don't know if it was like job creation issue and that's what they want to do. They wanted to add 20 jobs to the CrossFit HQ staff <laughs> right. because that's about that's about what it'll take. Like he, his hands were in everything. Right. Everything. I mean, the, the, the only the only thing that he didn't really have his hands on was, you know, when when uh, when Greg went w- went deep into like the nutrition, we're trying to battle, you know, big, you know, Coke and big sugar and all that kind of stuff. I mean, everything else. Dave had his hands on mm-hmm. certificates, training seminars, training all the I mean, I, I, I would say I'd say this when you guys would do your your um, seminar staff training summits like down in San Diego oh, and stuff like that. Dude, you talk about FOMO. Oh, I was so about my God. Some of my greatest memories in CrossFit come from those. Dude, I so jealous. So jealous. I mean, like that the the training stuff, the way he would go. Like there is I I I, I don't even know. I don't even know how many people it would take. It would take a lot. And I'm not talking like four. I'm talking like twenty. Yeah. To do all the things that he did. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about our personal relationship with him, the legacy that he that he's going to leave. And I feel like we're, we can't really paint that picture for Dave until we until we get a little bit more removed from it. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's like I can I can tell you what he did. I can tell you how much it meant to him. I can tell you how much it meant to me um, and, and yourself and everybody else. And like we said, a thousand different people have a thousand different experiences with him. From the I, I positive will, to the I, negative. I, well, I will say this. Uh, you know, if it was the open, we would be seeing uh, a lot of, who does this guy think he is? What's happening here? Blah, blah, blah. Whereas now, dude, I'll tell you what. I have seen nothing but a massive outpour of, hey, man, we're sorry to see you go. Well, it's because people coaches, love athletes, to hate him. From people. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, hate. It's I crazy. put hate. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I. That's that's what's amazing. Like, I, thank God he's he's off 
hunt, you know, doing that, that, that hunting, sniper, that sharp uh, shooting, uh, sniper competition this, this weekend. Yeah. Um, but like, it's, it's almost like he died in action. Like the outpour that's happening is like he died in action. That is a so lot of reaction bizarre, to people. man. I know. It's crazy. I mean, I, I, yeah, I got to, um, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> peek behind the curtain too much, but and I got the text with Dave the night it was happening and I, I called him the day after and spoke to him a little bit and just expressed how I felt about the situation and, you know, my gratitude. I gave him my gratitude that I had for him personally on a lot of different levels. And yeah, the, people are, you know, it's like, are we mourning the death of Dave Castro? It's like, no, it's just like. But that's what it looks like. It, that's what it's it looks that, like. And honestly, that, that's that almost what it though. feels like to a lot of 100%. people in different ways. And look, some people are like good at riddance. Um, and I get that. I get, I get the dislike for Dave Castro. And even those that knew Dave, people didn't like him or the way he handled things or, you know, his approach to certain things. And I, like, I'm not saying only the people that knew Dave loved Dave or knew how great he was. Like there's people that were behind the scenes. They're like, fuck Dave. <laughs> like there's, there are those people too, you know? And, um, Hey man, you can't be liked by everybody. No, and I think the people that try to do that are so fake to begin with. And that's totally. one thing Dave was not. Like Dave was super genuine went like at all times. And he had his faults just like we all did. But, you know, we we look back and, you know, now let's look forward. I as we said earlier, it's going to take you know, like uh, the big question is like who's going to program the games? It's like I don't think it's going to be one person. It can't be. I don't think people understand how hard that job is to do. While, oh, by the way, running the effing games. Like, you're going to need someone who's the director of the CrossFit Games, the director of sport. Then you're going to, I think you're going to need this. You're going to need like a committee. A committee of people that are, are it, not too many, right? You don't want like <laughs> too many what, cooks in the kitchen or... The... Dude, I'm telling you what, what I think what what made it work so well. I mean, they what was cool was like the last what, the last year. I think they had the uh, all the videos that that Boz was putting out where they were showing the testing of the the events, kind of how the genesis yes. of. And it was always Dave at the front mm -hmm. with the crew sitting in the in the chairs, and they're having that banter back and forth of what it wants to look like. So Dave is here as the the master artist. And you get this other influx of people. But the, the thing is that what, what still made that work was it was still one. It was still an idea of what the test is going to be. So you have to have you still have to have one person leading that mission. Everybody's doing the mission. Mm -hmm. And you may have a couple of, hey, hey this will work better. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Um, but you still have to have a driving force, a tip of the spear that's running that. And. I, man, I, I tell you, I like, I love programming. Um, if for some reason they said, okay, we're going to appoint one person to be that programmer, dude, <sighs> like you're almost in a lose situation. It's like, that's the dream job for any programmer. Yeah. And it would be it, one of those. Nobody would want right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like nobody wants to be the, ne uh, Sean and Tommy, they did a podcast on this. If you guys are just jumping on and they had a great perspective in a, a, a 
point of view of Dave and, and what the future looks like. And, and Sean had mentioned this is like, nobody wants to be the next guy after the guy. No, that's, that's just not, <laughs> that's just not where you want to be. And if like, okay, say dream scenario for both of us, like chase and bill, we want you guys to program for the cross of games. So I'd be like, fuck yeah. And then immediately yeah. I'll be like, Oh, oh no. no. Like, <laughs> oh no. Totally. Oh yeah. no. Like <laughs> it'd be like one of those things like I, you know, we spent your whole life working for. And it's one of those jobs, like as soon as you get it, you're like, I don't know if I want this. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, your whole I don't life, want this responsibility. Like, so I don't years I've been doing all this stuff and now you have the entire world is gonna critique what you just did you know that's a great thing that you just said and i think people need to take a step back for a second and appreciate that is that the entire world of crossfit weighed on the shoulders of dave castro and how he programmed yeah i do not the entire world of crossfit the entire world every other fitness program out there is constantly looking at what CrossFit does and what the games does and what we do programming wise. Where do you think all of these places came from? All the F45 and all of these, uh, all those are all their attempts of biting off what this is. Mm -hmm. So it isn't just the CrossFit world is watching. I mean, like we, we definitely do for sure. We'll all be watching whoever's up next to be like, okay, did you pass the test or not? Dude, I'll be the most judgiest, <laughs> petty bitch. Of whoever come like uh, you thought I was judgy at the quarterfinals last year. <laughs> like, oh yeah, wait for the quarterfinals well, we this year. Yeah, three hundred G. It's that guy that's programming. Oh, and and it's it's so funny because it's so unfair. It, but like, think about that for a second. Think about an entire world judging you for almost like your artwork. Like when people, no, and, and we had this, actually, we had this conversation yesterday with uh, Awesome Alio and James Hobart, because uh, we talked about them with the cat programming, which we'll release later. Yeah. We just wanted to do this one um, today. And they got so much feedback, personal feedback on their programming that they've never had before. Like, if anyone walks into my gym, like, this workout's stupid. I'm like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. So just shut up and do it. <laughs> like, that doesn't bother me. But when you put it out to the masses and the masses will let you know what they think about it, right or wrong, ignorant or informed. And he shouldered that for 15 years. Dude, okay, so our, our, our affiliates, 150 people, that's all we have to deal with. The CAP program, they, they had their program out for eight months or whatever for free. 4,000 of, you know, affiliate owners and, and people looking at that and giving them their feedback, 4,000, mm -hmm. you do the programming for the open. You have upwards <laughs> anywhere between 250,000 to 400,000 people doing your thing and saying, okay, that was cool. Or you suck. Yeah. And you don't know what the hell you're doing. You got two dudes on a podcast saying that was stupid. people, man. <laughs> Annually, uh, annually, uh, and he shouldered that. And I think that's one of the things that is going to be tough because Dave, like, relished that. 
It's like, I want the hate. I want the criticism. I'll take that. Hey, you need to have a soldier with some tough ass skin yeah. who's been and in I'll, some ugly places that can handle that. And, and I'll I push back. That. And I'll stir it up. Not afraid. And I'll say some yep. things I probably shouldn't say. I'll ruffle some feathers that may never get mended. I'll piss off some athletes. I'll piss off some board members. And I don't care. And I'm focused on the next thing. Like what you say doesn't have an effect on me. Now, sometimes it did. Sometimes it did. And he reacted in ways he probably shouldn't have publicly in the position that he was in. But he's a freaking human being. Right. And I think that's the other part that people need to remember. Like Dave, Dave Castro is not a cartoon character. Like the man, Dave Castro, just lost his dream job. It was taken away from him. And I think everybody, whether you love him or hate him, I think you got to sit back and look at him as a human being. That Dave Castro, who is also a husband and a father, by the way, if nobody knows that. Which is crazy because that is never. Nobody knows that. You, no one knows that. Another level of respect. Like, okay, so, you know, the, the thing they say about, the, like, Navy SEALs, that they're silent professionals. Like, Dave lives that. And he still does. Yeah. Out of the teams. Yeah. He's been out of the team since 2010. But. This man just lost his dream job, like the thing that he loved doing the most. And he poured his heart and his soul into every single day. And he let the people know who supported that vision, who gave their own sacrifices with family, friend, and times to support his vision, his dream for CrossFit. It wasn't for himself. As much as people think that Dave thought it was about Dave, it was not. Dave knows that CrossFit is bigger than one person, right? When Greg left or we had to move on from Greg, all we said when Greg was doing his thing is it's not about him. Dave will say the same thing about CrossFit as far as his persona, and he will say the same thing about the games, even though he does things that does make it appear that way. And, you know, I just want people to sit back, Put your personal opinions of him aside, whether you know him or you don't, with most of you don't. And I don't even know Dave that well. I'm not saying we're besties. We're not. <laughs> yeah. But I think we all just can sit back and appreciate what he's done for the games for the last 10 years, 15 years, what he's done for CrossFit for the last, what, 20 plus years? And understand that, you know, a human being just was stripped of everything that he hold dear over a overnight. And that sucks. I just I just I just hope I mean I and I obviously that that is heart wrenching on that aspect. I mean on a personal level, I hope that that doesn't just kill what I love. What 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 I I mean I I got out of fire. I I retired early from fire just to do my CrossFit stuff my affiliate in my commentating in my coaching and all that kind of stuff. So this is my world too. And I'm hoping that because he's not in it anymore, that that doesn't affect, you know, because of someone else's opinion about whatever he yeah. does or doesn't fit. Ah, that's a trip, man. Good Savon. You shouldn't. Nope. You, you'll be the white knight. <laughs> hey, uh, I want to say Savon, that was a great podcast, by the way, if you guys haven't heard it, uh, that was the first thing that went out. 
and I actually hit up Chase. I'm like, dude, what's happening? He's like, I'm listening to your to Sevon's podcast. Dude, and I'm like, oh, I on got it. no sleep I was on it right away. Yeah, because yeah. I was I was up listening to that. I was like, fuck. Now I'm not, like, it looks like I'm gonna be up until this is over. Yeah, I I don't like the idea of a neutered CrossFit. I don't like that. Yeah, and I don't know. I think uh, I think the big thing now for people. <clears throat> Here's the deal. If you really, truly loved CrossFit, the CrossFit games, the spirit of CrossFit, what it meant to be an OG, like the, the gritty part of CrossFit, then stop fucking posting that you quit. Because Dave wouldn't fucking do that. When the shit went down with Greg, Dave pushed forward. Dave took the banner and ran up the mountaintop in front of a fucking firing squad for all of us. So you can be pissed off. And I'm not saying you have to agree with it because I don't. But people are like, I'm going to boycott the open and all this other stuff. is like, listen, I get that you're fresh and you're pissed off. But I tell you what, if they use days workouts, you better fucking sign up because it's the last competition you'll ever get to do that Dave programmed for. And that means something. So if you really want to honor Dave or back him up or if you hate him or whatever, but like if they're going to use his workouts that he just spent months on preparing for all of you, then you better freaking sign up because it's the last one you're going to get. So I say totally do it for Dave. Yeah. Cause you're, you're, you're not going to make a difference by quitting. Well, and the thing is, like, Dave's a soldier. When all the stuff that was going down with, with, with Greg, Dave didn't back out. Dave, I mean, Dave didn't back out. Dave stood there with his army doing what he did. He got put up into the top spot, and then he programmed, and then he moved out of the top spot, and then he started doing all the, you know, he's doing all these other things he was doing. He never backed out of the situation just because things got ugly or things were, you know, getting effed up or whatever it was. And I think that's something that if, you know, for those people that support Dave, you got to support Dave, which is, yeah. Hashtag do it. for That's Dave. right. That's where I was Total going. Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. Yeah. Um, that's huge, man. <laughs> Sevon stirring that pop, my friend. <laughs> picking up where Dave left off. Nike's fittest human on Earth launches. I don't know. The Rogue Iron Games sound pretty good to me. But and and that's where I'm at. Am I ups- uh, uh, You know, to wrap things up here, we didn't want to go much more than an hour. Am I upset about how things went down? Absolutely. Do I think they could have done a better job in the way they did it? Absolutely. Am I going to quit cross it because of it? Absolutely not. Because in the position that you and I are in, and I don't want to speak for you and I'll let you, you know, give your final thoughts too, is like, I am going to do the job that Dave gave me and the opportunity that was set forth in front of me because of what he did and the way he did it, just like he would if he would still here. And I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to support the community. I'm going to support CrossFit like I always have throughout the 13 years that I've been doing it. And no, you know, what, like, 
the, the Greg stuff, the selling of the company threats back in like 2010. What was the, what was that stupid company name that his wife was trying to sell? Oh yeah. Anthos or whatever. Like the unbuyable attitude, the smoky, like cheap crack, the pukey, the clown, you know, and, and going forward is, you know, I will do it for Dave. And I'll support CrossFit, and I'll support the games, and I'll do everything that I've ever done since I stepped foot in this community, just like I always have. And we'll see what happens moving forward. I'm not going to judge what happened until things actually happen and we get some clarity on whatever. I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to bitch. I'm going to do my job in the way that I know Dave would do it, and he would want us to. Totally. That's how I feel. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'm the same way. It's a, if, if I see Dave as, and this is actually using Sevon's words out of this is the, the tip of the spear for our grit and our toughness with, with CrossFit. Guess what, man, I've been around this thing a long time and I don't plan on being not OG gritty, whatever. So I, the only way I can do my part is to be exactly how I have been and how Dave has been and, and keep doing what we do, which is we teach people to be healthier, to live better lives through this methodology known as CrossFit, using the, 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 the workouts and the programs and the, the methodologies brought forth by Greg pulled together by Dave, kicked out by Dave, tested by Dave, and we brought it down into our affiliates. And I'm going to do the same exact thing. And we're going to coach people that way. We're going to train people that way. And we're going to get people to have better lives because of that. And you're right. Dave would not want us to quit because of some stupid thing that happens where he gets knocked out of the situation, out of the, out of the position that he's in for whatever re the reason yeah. is. And we'll find out what that is eventually. I hope. I hope it comes out, something comes out I, that would bum me out. But as always, um, like my, my CrossFit here, CrossFit Inferno is the CrossFit that I grew up with mm -hmm. and that's the way we've been. And that's, it's always going to be that way. I got two hashtags for you. I might oh, get in trouble man. for the second one. Gonna... <laughs> They're not bad. <laughs> And that's I mean, where I wanted I, to be. I, like I, that, this what, is really dude. where I wanted to end it down. Is like, because yeah, all the complaints right? like, oh, CrossFit's getting so corporate and all this other stuff. Like, listen, I understand. Like, things change. This thing has been around for a long freaking time. The game site where the dot com went up in what two thousand one. It's been twenty years. Yeah. yeah. So fifteen years of the CrossFit Games. Yeah. A lot of shit has changed in the world in just the last five years, let alone twenty. So does it surprise me that this is starting to happen here? Maybe. Do I want it to happen? Do I want things to get watered down and softened up? And no. And the only thing I can do is the way I've always done it, the way I truly believe it needs to be done. And the fact that Dave is not here anymore doesn't change that. In fact, Dave is the one that pioneered that. And I know Dave would want us to keep doing it. So stop with the I quit. Stop with the hate on CrossFit. Like you can disagree. But in my opinion, if you really want to have an impact, then you stay in this. You fight for it.
for as long as you can. And then we see we see what happens. Yeah. We see yeah. what happens. Oh. Stay in the fight, dudes. Yeah. And do that. Stay in there. So we'll see. You know, Dave, I know you're not listening, <laughs> but <laughs> I appreciate uh, I appreciate everything you did. Oh, uh, stop, Sevon, stop. <laughs> I don't I don't use those things. I'm not putting that one up on the screen. <laughs> Well, listen, guys, thanks for joining us on this episode. Again, we just wanted to come on and talk about the uh, talk about Dave and what happened and uh, how we see it, how we saw Dave, how we uh, relationships worked and what we're looking for in the future. So we'll let things take place as they take place. Hopefully we know more as things uh, evolve and we'll go from there. We'll make uh, educated decisions. We'll respond and not react. But uh, we got your back, Dave. We got your back, Dave. We got your back. back. Hashtag do it for Dave. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Have a great weekend. See ya.